is it? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha, and I am here with Lori Love. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me back. Of I'm like course. so honored. You're the first, you're the first um reoccurring guest, you know. Am I? Yes, you are. Stop it. You yes, don't make you me are. cry now. No. We well, everyone's trying to cry this one is. It's an emotional morning, <laughs> but like a good emotion. Good emotional. Not like a heavy emotion. Happy like emotional. Happy emotion. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Are we good? Mic check. Yeah. Cool, cool. So I seen Z. Hey Z. Hey, good morning. Good, good morning. morning good morning. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your patience. You know, when I go rogue for like two weeks at a time, happens probably every ma- two months. I'd say. I think that's the Gemini side. In you. Yeah, like I, we, just, like, I just like Irish cool. goodbye. I'll we'll come back. I'm like, I'll be back though. That's recalibrating. <laughs> that's recalibration. The topic. Which we're here to talk about recalibration and what that means. In many different aspects, you know, recalibration, you could think about it like, you know, when you had the Wii remote and you need to recalibrate it, you would flip it upside down or like, and then it'll find it'll be like, bloop, 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 bloop. And then it's like, it just needs to like find itself, you know, (laughs) it needs to like find its, um, its order, its center again, you know, so it's not like. Um, it's not as extreme as a rebirth. It's not as extreme as a, um, you know, recycle. It's not like these other re's. I feel like it's a lot more subtle Mm. and it's done with more consciousness than I feel like anything else. Cause it takes, um, it's like a fine tuning, you know, exactly what it is. Like when you're, when you're like tuning an instrument and you're listening, like you can still play the instrument if it's out of tune, but like when it's not necessarily a bad thing Mm -hmm. to recalibrate, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just taking the time being aware, like, hold up, maybe this could run a little bit better. Maybe I can be running a little bit better. How can I tweak? How can Mm -hmm. I go back to source, go back to myself and, and figure out how can I move better? Mm -hmm. For sure. And it's, it's just like, it's a little adjustment. And I do feel like it comes from this much more like conscious and like grounded space than other rewords. And it's like, it's pretty cool because um, you get to just like look at something and be like, hey, I want to just turn it just a little bit. I want to just change it just a little bit because I feel like it'll be in more of alignment. You know, like when you adjust your hair, you adjust something on you. You're like, oh, like I, I like this shirt, but you know, if I just adjust it a little bit, we were then. literally recalibrating ourselves. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. <laughs> just, so. just that little fine tuning, just that little bit of um, attention. Little bit, I feel like that's like my catchphrase. Just mm-hmm. that little bit of love little and that bit. little bit of fine tuning to bit. just make things work better and go easier. Go. Um, so I want to go back. Wait, I want to go to the definition, right? The definition that you posted. Let's go, let's go to the root. Right? Let's go straight to the root. And it said, um, it said to using it to like to, as a standard like measuring something up to a standard to to get it to be of a certain efficiency right mm-hmm. so i think what's important when recalibrating anything your phone yourself your person your machinery your your tools that you use anything um is to really put your intention into what your what's the standard you're trying to follow mm-hmm. um you don't want to be following a standard that's you know that's not in alignment with what you want to do or mm-hmm. society standard mm-hmm. something that really doesn't serve 
your higher self and your purpose or what you want to do in your life. So I think it's really important while recalibrating to um, focus on what the stand, what are you measuring mm-hmm. up to? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what's like the what's, standard? What's the baseline? What is your what is your intention? What is your um, I don't know the word right now, but I, I know the feeling, and it's like, uh, like what what am I doing? What I'm doing this for? You know, and and integrity mm, is the word. That is where is my integrity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Integrity. That's the word. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I don't know what you pointed to. Can be on the crown but, energy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. I was like, there's here. a few things. I was like, wait. Well, like. Definitely heavy on the integrity and what are you doing it for? The reason, yeah. the reason behind it, and what's the standard? What is the code? Mm-hmm. And it looks different for everybody. That's the mm-hmm. that's the, the most that's the most beautiful part is that mm-hmm. it really looks different for everybody. My mm-hmm. standard isn't the same as yours. Mm-hmm. My way of life and how I want to live my life may not be the same as yours, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely, and it's needed because we need to have these different ways in which um, the different different ways in which we go about things because each person is different and is required to, not required, but more um, hopefully able to do, you know, live in that embodiment of whatever their medicine is. And that's going to look and feel different, even if it's similar. You know, even if you uphold a similar state of integrity or a baseline, it's going to come out differently with everybody. So it's super important to know what your baseline is because even if it sounds similar to someone else's, it's not. Like, it's still a little different. It's still mm-hmm. a little bit. Just a little Just bit. A little Just bit. A little bit. <laughs> that phrase goes to so many. It applies to so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just a little bit. For sure, for sure. So, you know, we know that you had one away for a little bit. And, uh, you know, from, from the scene in general, mm-hmm. like, you know. Even before my road trip, I mm-hmm. just came back from a family road trip for those who don't um, know or follow me. And it was two and a half weeks, I feel like. It felt like a month and a half. I feel like in it reality, felt like a month and a half. It was really only two weeks. That's crazy. Two weeks and like So a, we took the days. same break real quick only. I was, I was here it though. It felt yeah. so long though. <laughs> yeah. um, traveling with two children. Love my babies. Uh, my fur baby, my dog, and um, my partner who is also a baby in his own right. <laughs> um, it was a lot. Doing um, a long, long road trip. Um you know, I was I was telling you the other day, and I want to share with um, everybody listening, um, that usually vacation, you always see, like, the great videos and the great pictures, and it's like, oh, they're so happy that everything was so great, everything was so perfect, and that's like society kind of, like, brainwashed us to see a, a smiling picture and only see the smiles, you know what I'm saying, and only think about the smiles, and, and think of a road trip, like how annoying and frustrating can a road trip be, and, and what kind of problems and obstacles and situations come up that it's not always 100% happiness and and great emotion, but on this trip, it was really great to feel all of those emotions, and to, to really take a step back and recognize it and see it, um, so to... To be able to have that, like, that's a part of bringing it full circle. That's a part of recalibrating because mm-hmm. I was able to put myself in in not only happy uh, situations and environment, right, like having vacation and playing and, and having family quality time, but also super stressful and super anxiety-packed um, kind of 
range of emotions with traveling and long well, distance part of traveling. and ha- having my dog with me mm-hmm. and that's all a whole the, other element all the chaosness <laughs> of the kids on the road mm-hmm. trip you know so I was able to see how I am in those situations and recalibrate just by tweaking how I maybe reacted or how I looked at the situation or finding gratitude in those moments where in other in other moments that might not have, that might not have been the case. I might have been frustrated to the point of losing my, you know, losing my my cool. Um, so to be able to take that trip, be on the road for so long, um, really have all these wide range of emotions from happy to to sadness to, you know, sadness of leaving family and having to come back to reality to frustration to, to anxiety to all these things to being sleepy sleep deprived and being able to tweak how I react to them. That's that's right there for me. That was recalibrating. Mm-hmm. That's like the essence of recalibrating. And that was the first time I was able to do so as an adult. Like. Mm with all these experiences that, you know, some some of my followers know I've been on this past year or so, year or two. It's just really interesting to see how far I've come and to see how I still can make those little tweaks, those little adjustments to keep improving and to keep going. It just reminded me, like, that whole statement reminded me of, like, you know the fuse box, you know, the fuse box in the house? Yeah, like a house electric. Yeah, it's like... You know, you don't realize that one of them needs to be, like, tweaked or something until, like, the light goes out or something because it's taking too much. Mm-hmm. And then it shows a sign, and that sign you go downstairs, and you got to gotta look at which one's not in alignment, and then you fine-tune, you recalibrate. But you don't just put it forward. You shut off, put it on, you know. and it's just like You almost have to test the waters just a little bit. Test it just a little. But, like, and you were just taking that, like, when you were speaking, I felt like, you had you it was almost like you were opening up the the fuse box and just looking at which ones in the middle mm-hmm. you know what i mean which ones which, which ones, ones which ones are a little off yeah and just, just click yeah exactly and that's so, exactly what it was and you know and so it, and thank you for sharing that and thank you for sharing about the other aspect of vacation that people don't talk about <laughs> just, yeah. you know my like, moms know know what i'm talking about for <laughs> sure because it may be a vacation and you know we do a lot of things for our kids and for our family on vacation so most of the time i mean i really can only speak for myself but i think a lot of people will relate when i say that as a parent um when you travel on vacation with your kids it's it's a little bit of work because, you know, you want to do everything for your kids to enjoy themselves and to have a great trip and for your family. So it definitely was, um, like, it was balanced. It was everything I needed, to be honest. It was that little bit of all the good stuff and just that little bit of the frustration and the bad stuff to really, like, put me on point, to let me know what I need to do moving well, forward. It brings the balance, and then you leave it wherever you got exactly. it, you know, and it's a part of the of the road trip and the journey, you know, and the things that come up, they come up for a reason. I know even for myself, I had just went on vacation with my mom in uh, Jamaica, and uh, majority of the time it was great. We were getting along, but there was a few things that came up and that we got to actually, like, you know, we had our, our moment where, like, she went back to the hotel room, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm going I'm going to speak easy. I'll be back. And she's like, wait, no, I'm scared. I don't want you to be by yourself. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to be by myself long anyway. I was just going to have this smoke and I'm going to come back. And then I went back and, like, we talk about it. You want know? We get to talk about it. And, like, these little moments where it's like you get to talk about what is upsetting you, you know, and or and when you're, like, in this environment that you're not used to and, like, all these things are different, things are going, they're bound to come up. You know, there's... 
uncomfortabilities that come with uh, traveling, whether it's via plane or car, you know, um, different things that come up, uh, comfort levels. You get to see how long does it take for someone to be, get so antsy that we need to pull over or, you know, um, how is a person when they're flying? Are they really anxious? Are they like, how are they, you know? And um, so it's really interesting to also observe ourselves as well as others when we go on vacation because we get to see like what actually triggers people and what brings them peace. Yes. You get to see both spectrums yeah. to such a, uh, in such a drastic way. Mm -hmm. Like you're here, you're in bliss, you're on this vacation. And then, but what are you like before you get there? Mm -hmm. You know, so it's a good thing. It's a good way to see, um, the true colors in all people, especially if it's like new people in your life, you know, you can definitely see even even ones you my family even, even ones that've been around for, for a long time, for yeah, a long for time, sure. Still, certain situations trigger something different, and every know? age triggers something different. Yes, either, definitely. Too. Like, so you can be on vacation with people for years, like you don't go for a while, you go again, and it's gonna be completely different. Definitely, that's that was the case with uh, my dog, my fur baby. Um, mm -hmm. I traveled with him on a road trip with my eldest son years ago. And, um, you okay, babe? Yeah, I'm just choking on tea. Don't mind me. I'm like, <laughs> I just felt it come. I was like, why am I going to do this? Not now, not live. Like, I'm just going to choke on this tea. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> to see Rocco this trip and my 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 um youngest son now cuz this is his first road trip with with our dog it was it was cool to see like Rocco was cool he was like hanging on the top and in my rear view i posted a picture of him earlier he was just so cool, man. The, the kids to see. Was, it was the pictures of Rocco in the rear in the view. Rear view like, it was it's life, just like yo. by the pool, you know, all these different Living his life. <laughs> Living his Rocco's best life. So it was cute. so great to see, like, all the tired, all the anxious, all the preparation, all the work, because it's work. Like, y'all don't really understand. I was on vacation, but it was work. It was mm -hmm. work for me. Um, especially, you know, coming, I'm still healing. So it was like, I had to mm -hmm. like, not hype myself up, but yeah, kind of had to like hype myself up. Like, I right, we, we're going to do this. You know, I was, I was a little nervous sitting for so long in the car since, since, um, after my surgery and healing and stuff. So I had to like prepare for the work, but to see, oh, pardon me, but to see, um, it paid off. It paid off in my kids' smiles. It paid off in the memories. The way my sons, my youngest son keeps going through pictures like, Ma, look at how cute Rocco looked in the oh. car. And <laughs> things that you know that it's going to leave a lasting impression and yeah. it's gonna they're going to remember it. And also on a trip to bring it full circle back to the topic. Um, to see the way my eldest, my, my eldest kind of has, he suffers with anxiousness and, and sometimes gets a little down and he's an introvert. So to see him break out of his shell and recalibrate and know, like I prepared him like, hey, we're going on this long trip. We're going to be in the car. We're going to be around family. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a while since we've been around a lot of people with 2020 going, you know, and, and um, quarantine and stuff. So to see him recalibrate like he's 11 years old to see him say okay I know this might like those social interactions might give me a little anxiety so I'm gonna do you know what he said and usually he'd be the one to stay in his room and to just like not even really mess with anybody like it's a party I ain't even gonna mess with it that's fine that's him that's that's I want him to feel safe and comfortable in any situation I would mm -hmm. never want to put him in a situation where he doesn't feel that so to see him say, okay, no, I know this is family. I know I'm not going to see them. 
in a while or I may not get this opportunity again. He recalibrated himself to say, I, I'm going to come out the room once every one and a half to two hours and come and come see everybody and come back for a few minutes and I'm going to head right on back to my corner. But for him to like take that initiative, I didn't tell him to do that. I said, babe, go where you're comfortable. You want to be in the room? Go do that. If You know, when grandma and I come, you come out, respect, show love, and go do your thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm not going to, it's his vacation too. I want him to, I want him to enjoy himself. Yeah, no, for But to sure. see him take the initiative to be like, no, nah, I'm going to come out. And he did it like clockwork every hour. He knew what he he liked, like what he could manage. That's great. On the hour, he came out, hey, (laughs) went right on back to his spot. And then, like, but he took the initiative to recalibrate himself. Yeah. To say, how can I maneuver and guide myself through this new situation, through this new phase that I'm that I'm in right now with this vacation you know what I mean yeah so that's just it's just amazing to see I think it's also amazing to see and hear how you allow your son and your family and people around you to just be themselves and create that safe environment for them to do that Mm -hmm. because if you didn't also create that space he might have not felt comfortable to even do that for himself so I want to just you know give you a little credit too because, you know, it's important, the things that moms and family members and people do behind the scenes, you know, it's important for you to get acknowledged for that because it's not an easy task, you know, to r- relinquish control and surrender to what is and love them as they are. It's very difficult. But the fact that you can do that and bring grace into it and then look at what happens, you know, your son felt like he was able to, like, manage it a little more and felt like okay you know what i'm gonna find a way so i can be out there but also like recalibrate when i need yeah, to like and then go back like overload <laughs> too much social interaction i'm gonna head like back really, in he, like, mm-hmm. out of his shell. that's like, so beautiful him run around with his cousins and not yeah. even just on on his dad's side of the family but my side of the family too mm-hmm. it was beautiful yo it was like literally everything we all needed, even down to Rocco, Aww. even down to the dog. Like mm-hmm. we all needed that trip. So it was really, I'm really blessed to be able to take that trip, you know, to be able to see both sides of the family, to even be here to witness it. Yeah. So I'm just really thankful for it all. Mm-hmm. Thank you for acknowledging me too. Of course. Of course, love. It's important. I feel like when you see those moments in people too, it's important to like shine light on it, you know? Uh, yeah, recalibration is so important. You know, I, I do this thing too with the podcast where I'll like, I'll be doing the podcast and then all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I feel like I need to just not do the podcast for a week or two. And I just want to say thank you for all those who understand and have compassion for those moments when I am doing that because sometimes I just need to recalibrate and that's really all it is. And um, I'm a whole human being. I can't be pumping out podcasts every five seconds as much as I'd like to be consistent every single week and do it every week. I feel like I do pretty well with it. And then every so often I'm like, you know what? Let me just, uh, I'm not feeling it right now. You know? And like when I'm feeling it, it's like Kenny always knows it's mad funny. He always knows when I'm not going to come in. He'll, I'll be like, Hey, he'll be like, yeah, no. I'm like, all right, I'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, he always the vibes when I'm not going to come in because it's like, I'm not going to come and do something because I feel like I need to because I said I'm going to do it every week or I'm going to try to do my best to do it every week. I want to do it when it feels right, you know? That is a very big part of recalibrating because your phone, think about it in a machine sense or, or in a tangible instead of just our bodies. Like think of a phone, right? 
your phone is still going to work whether you recalibrate the measurement or the the um the compass right sometimes mm -hmm. you have to recalibrate that or your camera or something like it's still going to work but is it going to work to its best ability mm -hmm. is it going to be efficient mm -hmm. is it going to really do the job that you might need it to do and then sometimes know? it might skip and lag because you didn't give it because a time to rest that time think about it too like honestly here's a thought you know let's shut our phones off because remember once upon a time when we had other phones how we would let them die and then we would shut them off and charge them with their off when's the last time you shut your phone off i've been doing that lately that's oh that's great i have it's not so i need to it's do so it liberating. i'm telling myself this and anyone else who needs to hear it shut your phone off because you know do they it. need it too that's their recalibration they need to sleep they're not sleeping they need to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, what's going on with us? We just need the phone on 24-7 all the time? Like, no. we just, like, I mean, not considering the little AI, little I robot little people in our freaking phones. Make time and space for them, too. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not about to get into I'm not about to get into what I was thinking about. I'm like, I'm not even going to do it today. Not today. We could talk about AI another day. You know, they know. We know whatever. Anyway. <laughs> there's this book we can get into it another time <laughs> but yeah shut your phones off unplug your alexas that's for a different reason but make sure you do that too sips tea i like it and then on that note recalibration so back to that <laughs> before my, my success how do you recalibrate question for you okay how do i recalibrate um i just it depends on what i need recalibration from so, like, for example, when it's a podcast, I'll, I'll take some time off. Um, I even been taking some time off of social media. Like, I've been posting here and there, but not, like, how I used to. Um, I feel like how I recalibrate is I become a little bit more private. With that hermit show. Yeah. So, it's like, even if I am posting, I'm doing something. It's, I'm not, um, I'll post things after they happen, you know? You know, like, if I'm recalibrating... I'm not keeping things, um, I'm not keeping up with showing things. I'm just doing them. You're living and, in the moment. Yeah, and it's like, and recalibrating other ways. I go to nature, I go to nature, which means going into myself. We are nature, you know, and then also going outside, like, it always happens and aligns that, like, when I need to recalibrate, I end up having to go upstate to my elder's house, and it's, like, really nice and just, like, fresh air and um, a lot of trees and space and land and animals and family and energy, and that's always really good because it's very disconnected. You have barely any service up there. Um, so that makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. That and it's, it like, easier. even, like, to be honest, it's either I'm on my phone or I'm not on my phone at all. Like, that's how I am as a person. Like, I'll be on my phone, like, because I have to do something or because I'm on my phone mm -hmm. or my phone is somewhere, like. That's how I've been. My yeah. phone is just somewhere. It's just somewhere. It's you true. know what I mean? And it's just, it's really just about disconnecting from, um electronics and reconnecting to uh disconnecting from everything else yeah. i think just like dirt. and just connecting just, to yourself yeah just give me dirt like, <laughs> i need dirt in my nails that's how i recalibrate i need to smell like earth like i need to roll around in dirt and then i'm recalibrating and cleaning cleaning helps too cleaning is cleaning. a really good recalibration Egg cleaning and also like accounting for what you have mm. like inventory mm. is a good recalibration 
And that's like everything. Like, what do I have inventory wise in my physical world? What do I have inventory? My mental, my emotional, my spiritual. I like that one. Mm-hmm. It's a really good recalibration. I've been doing that mentally, emotionally, and spiritually a lot. And now I'm like moving into the more physical um, of like taking inventory. Like, all right, I have five things of the same pasta. I don't need to buy that no more. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I got four dries of sauce. I don't need to get that. I got five bags of beans. Don't need that. You know, it's like now I know because I looked. And not recalibrated. Mm. Recalibrated, adjusted, took account. I don't know. There's a bunch of different ways you could use for that, but it's a part of my recalibration process as well as, like, yeah, just my form of prayer, you know, which changes at times. You know, sometimes it's more, like, candle, prayer-based. Like, I just make sure I, I have a time of day. I've been doing this thing where I've been stretching in the morning and praying while I'm stretching. That's been, like, my new thing. Very new. Very like it. <laughs> Very like it. <laughs> That makes me very like it. Yeah, I like it. It's really good. You know, okay, something that my therapist said to me, she was like, you know, you're so used to fluctuating from these two extremes. You're either doing everything or you're not doing anything because Mm, you're the overwhelm of all the things you need to do. So why don't you start, you know, use this experiment. Why don't you start stretching? Funny enough, I've been talking about stretching so much recently and in general because when you're stretching, like, anytime I do anything, I'm always talking about stretching. When I go back to the base of anything, it's always about stretching. Like, if I've ever sat with any kind of medicine or anything at all, even if it's, like, simply, like, herb, like, I am always stretching. I'm talking about stretching and how important stretching is. That's, like, always one of the most prophetic things I take back. I'll have, like, a serious, like, journey with mushrooms or, like, praying and working with them. And, like, I'll come back and, like, a new stretch. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that, that's the message I got. Like, it'll be so simple, you know what I mean? You know, and it's it's true because it's, like, this in-between where you're moving, but it's slow, and it does a lot more for your mental than we give it credit for. So in the morning, I like to pray to say what I'm grateful for and stretch. That's nice. That's how I end my day. Not with the stretching. I need to get mm-hmm. back into that. Heavy. I need this to get is back just, into This is like two days. But de- <laughs> oh, it's new, new. No, it's, no. It's that new. That new. But that's nice. That's yeah. a nice routine to get into. Mm-hmm. Nice recalibration. A little tweak to your exactly. usual prayer. Exactly. You know, to your usual I usually schedule. do things at night, too. So I've been usually bringing that into the morning. At night. That's nice to start mm-hmm. the day with yeah. that. That's actually, I really like that. I may take that. Do that. If that it resonates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And any of y'all that it resonates with, go ahead and take that into your practice. Do that. You know what I'm saying? I'll own that. I was fine. I end too. the day with gratitude. I throughout the day I always try to find something, whether I'm in a frustrated mode or happy mode, I try to find something I'm I'm thankful for mm-hmm. out of every situation. Every every second I'm like, okay, well, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful what's, for this. What's some right things now. you're thankful for? Right now. Right this now. This tea is everything. This new background. Mm. Look at how sleek mm. this is. She gets the sleek. energy at her. With the uh-huh. energy with you to have heart, mm. to have crown, Ooh. to have our bowls. Ooh. I'm thankful for a lot right now to be able to sit here, mm. to have my socks on and my shoes <laughs> off. You're so cute. <laughs> like, I'm thankful for a lot. And and that really is what gets me through the day. Yeah. Um. And how I can recalibrate on that sense. Like, I'm always grateful, right? I try to find gratitude in every moment. How I can take what you just said and recalibrate it and bring it into my own world and tweak my own thing is to start the day that way. That's not usually the first thing I think about. Usually the first thing thing I think about is what I have to do, all mm-hmm. the things I have to get done. Mm-hmm. 
have to do this, 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 this. That's how we forget our dreams. Mm. I try to bring it back at the end of the day, but to start it, Mm -hmm. now I'm going to move forward and do that. I just recalibrated my my own way. And keep a little notebook, too, because in case you want to. Oh, I do keep a notebook. You told me that a while ago. And like, so are the dreams, because if you don't don't jot it down right away, anybody who forgets their dreams, keep a notebook, you know. um, I highly recommend that. Yeah, because then once we start thinking about all the things that we need to do, then we're like, we forget, you know, what we dreamt about once we start getting in that way. So it's important. And you forget those little details. Mm-hmm. Because there's some messages in there. For you. Girl, yes. What are you thankful for right now? What are you grateful for? You said a lot, so I don't want to repeat the same thing. So I'm going to say all the things that you said. Like, for, like I want to also say I'm grateful for all of these things. Um, I'm very grateful for you. I'm... <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm very grateful for like your willpower and the fact that like when you want to get something done, you get it done. No <laughs> excuses. Like sis dead ass drove to Manhattan to pick up. Shout out to Jenny because she helped. Shout out to Jenny. Out. Shout out to Lori. <laughs> literally driving to Manhattan to pick up Heart Chakra before this whole episode. We have heart. Heart has returned. It's so funny with these bowls because it's always someone doing something. Like, it's like Nicole sending an Uber. It's somebody. Like, heart is getting, so like, like, pick up, drop off service. Yeah, Heart got, like, picked up, went to Manhattan. <laughs> Crown just came from Jamaica. You know what I mean? Like these and solar from Arizona. Oh, my. Yes. These bowls are out here. These bowls are living life. Oh, my goodness, yeah. We need a whole podcast on the bowls. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do it and a, and a photo shoot. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. For that. There's recalibration in They're the They're recalibrating. Remember, They're that's like the whole thing. I feel like that's the whole thing, too, with them. Like, when everything was, like, happening, mm-hmm. uh, like, the word that kept on coming up was recalibration. They need to be recalibrated. So it's a recalibration time, guys, for ourselves and for the bowls and for all these things. I really look like an anime character in this view. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I just can't even. It doesn't even look like my hair don't even look real here. That's crazy. But yeah. Um, I love it. Shout out to the hair witch. Shout out to Zoe. You know, um, she finessed Zoe? my hair and she's also mad dope and really grateful to meet you. And to have, yeah, to have your art on my head. Pretty cool. That's also a part of recalibrating for me is like changing like oh, my look up. Yes. So like I don't know if it's a Gemini thing or a girl thing or like just the me thing. But like <laughs> when I'm like so I, I have these phases where I like I literally just had this phase and going through it and still transitioning through it. But I go into my hermit shell where I'm just literally I take a step back and I disconnect from everything and everyone. And it's not personal to anybody who's in my inbox right now that I didn't answer back. I'm sorry. I apologize. But also I'm not sorry because I needed to take that time for myself yeah. to go inward and to spend that time with my family and recalibrate my thoughts on how to move forward. Um, but usually when I do that, I do something crazy, like with my hair or my look or my uh, wardrobe or just something, just that little bit of tweak to be like, I this not not it's the new me, mm-hmm. but it's like the improved 2.0 It's the mm-hmm. 2.0, mm-hmm. you know, so I always come back with 
Like that's literally been a reoccurring theme in my life. For I'm sure. just putting it together. Without a doubt. And I'm you did saying, the same thing. I do the same thing. You I took always your two do it. weeks mm-hmm. and you came back multicolored mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, Lisa Frank edition. <laughs> Remix, yeah. I no, love for it. sure. It's like it's that, it's tattoos, it's piercings. Oh, it's it's, it's something with tattoos. appearance. It's Ash, something with appearance. Watching, I'm coming soon. Word. I'm like, I, I was thinking about my 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 episode. I was gonna say my episode my session. It's in December. I was debating. I was like, I'm thinking about booking you the whole day. I'm gonna get selfish. You need to. You need to. I still might. I still might. Yeah. I'm like, if it's even available. So even down to the physical of tweaking yourself a Mm -hmm. little bit, that's Mm -hmm. like a a part. That's an essence on a permanent aspect too. Like we're talking about permanent aspects as well. Like the last tattoo I have is a snail, right? That I have from Artie Ash. That and was the ball. That, that was, was the, the get what you exactly. get. I gotta get what you get too. Which one did you get again? I got it's here. I don't know if I could show. Was it, it like the? It's the cherry blossom. Oh yes. Oh, I love them. I love I them so much. That. I remember. I literally. I was like. I wrote on like the TikTok. I'm like. I love that for her so much. When she posted it, I was like, because you were like rogue too. Like nobody I knew know. where you were at. I was like, I know that's Lori. I see her. I know it. I know what that's supposed. I, didn't I love even that know for she her. It. Yeah, I seen Shout it, and Ashley. I commented on it, and I was like, I like that a lot. For for you specifically, like the medicine <laughs> that's in that, I'm like, ooh, it's like it's so like when I, when I went to pull the when I put the quarter in, I just prayed. I said, you know, spirit, if you could just give me whatever medicine I need, even if I don't understand it, if you can just give me the medicine that I need right now, to like that's dope. You want to hear what I said? What would you say? What you say? Give it some nice. I said, man, if this one is big and expensive, I got to put this back because she has the re-roll. So I said, please don't let it be too big because I had already spent the grip on on color in my back. So I was like, I want to get more. Like, I wasn't done. Something about tattoos, like, if it's like, I got, it was a four, Ashley, correct me if I'm wrong, but I went for it to color my my, uh, peacock on my back. Mm -hmm. And it was like four hours, four or five hour session. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was it? Like, I need more. Like I need, not even just for the look. Like I, I like that's therapy to me for mm-hmm. some reason. I don't mm-hmm. know when I when I'm getting tatted. Like it's a physical I'm almost like integration a med- in a meditative mm-hmm. state, and nobody really understands. I that understand when I say that. It. Thank 100%. you. One hundred percent. That's why people I get look at me like, "What? It's painful. What's no. wrong with you?" That's it's why like, I get tattoos. I don't feel that pain. I feel it's a physical integration of whatever you're going through in that moment. You're like. I was ready for more. After four mm -hmm. plus hours, I'm like, damn, give me. I have to do that. I have to do the get what you get because I need more. I'm not done with you. But I was hoping it wasn't that big because (laughs) money-wise, financial-wise, but it ended up being the exact size, the perfect size, exactly what I needed. Well, Spirit already had you. You didn't even have to worry about Mm -hmm. it. You know, I said what I said. I I looked at the snail, and I was just like, do I want Shout this snail? Like, do I do I want this snail right now? Like, am I happy with this? And then I'm like, it looked mad cute, but I'm like, do I want a snail tattooed on me? And then I'm like, my ADHD ass needs this snail tattooed. Slow down. <laughs> it's Sis, like that exactly. was your message to slow it exactly. down. Exactly, and that's something my elder always says to me. Like, literally every time he sees me, he's like. Slow down, slow down, my yeah. mom says the same slow thing down. to me. Cause I'd be like getting hype and passionate, I'd be like, and I'm like, I don't even. And he's like, what did you even say? I'm like, I don't even know. He's like, slow down, like take a <laughs> breath. I'd be like, take a breath. 
be like, I like low key get offended, but I do it anyway. I'm like, all right, take a breath, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, nah, you're right though, because I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know what I'm doing. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> you know, I feel like since I have this snail tattoo, though, I really have been slowed down. Mm-hmm. I really feel like I've been so much calmer in a lot of ways more than one like even like just like freaking crazy things have been happening to like in in the time period of like you know i was in i was driving in the in like the really bad storm that oh, I, other, remember. I remember yeah like the other day to a few weeks ago i was driving the, i was so calm the moravian cemetery the water was pouring out like when i tell you like the the in the street it was almost up to like my door handle. It was so intense. I had to swerve to the center of the road, mm. and I was so calm. I was just listening to Travis Scott. You know what I mean? Just like low. It wasn't a hype song. It was like a calm song. It was like a first take. You know, eh, first take. You ain't on time. You will it. Eh. You know that's like. So I'm just driving that calm, and I'm like, yo, I should be. Aren't I triggered? Like, there's so many elements to my life and my reality and why I would be triggered in that. Because at some point you recalibrated. You said, okay, I'm not going to, I know my trigger. I'm aware Mm -hmm. of my trigger. That's a point right there. That's You know, you're aware of it. And you just tweak how you react to it. You tweak your response. So, sis, you brought up a really good point right there. Good, I'm glad you sat up. Hold up, let me me adjust myself too. Let me sit up. So, I'm like, this is good. We're about to get to it. Let me get a set first. No, for real. No, Sam, I want to take a cheers with you before before I'm done. Kenny, cheers. Cheers to good health, you know, to amazing things and blessings in each one of our lives. May we continue to make space and uncover the deeper truths within ourselves and share that medicine with the world. That part, that part. I had to say it in my voice. That was the bubble. That's the bubble. Yeah, that part part right there. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh my goodness. Like, that just, that's something that, you know, we were talking about. I think we were talking about it. We might have. We talk about it. We talk about a lot of things. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we were talking about this the other day. But there was a, a situation recently that had happened, like, maybe, like, a month, two months, probably, like, two months ago, maybe even three now. I don't know. Time is weird. So, um, where I got triggered by something. I got triggered by, you know, like, I, I got triggered by a shirt, you know? And I w- just, I would, like, ask myself, like, do I want to mention this? Like, do I want to mention my trigger? Like, because now I feel I feel stupid that I'm triggered by it. But I did, and I mentioned it, you know. And once I mentioned my trigger, and like it was respected and like honored, and like you know, like I, I naturally made a joke, like, oh, "Are you trying to?" Like, <laughs> you know, whatever. And but even just acknowledging it outside of my own head, ever since then, exactly what triggered me on that shirt has like ceased to exist in my reality. Mm, you like, released it. You let it go. Recalibrated from mm. it. Released it and then recalibrated. So it's not that I'm not the exposure to what I was triggered to is not around. It's literally around. It's outside my door when I go outside. Literally. And like I'm just like I really don't give a shit. Like mm-hmm. but it's like genuine not give a shit. It's mm-hmm. not like oh I'm trying to not. It's like I don't care. And it's really cool because I feel like if anything, when you recalibrate, when you're constantly 
recalibrating, not constantly, but when you're recalibrating when you're supposed to recalibrate, you are really able to let go of things more than like when you have these big purges. Like a lot of times you have these big purges, they're needed, but sometimes they come back in other ways because it's so intense and you don't even know what you're letting go and what you're adjusting to and these different things. But when you recalibrate, you know exactly what you did. You know exactly. It's like a really little, like a detail. Mm. You know, it's not, a, it's not a whole topic. It's a detail. And when it's sometimes, I know, notice from my brain, at least like in my, in, in my mind, like it, it, it works almost, um, better that way when it's like the little things they say all the time too like just do something do a little thing a day you know you want to clean a room okay just clean one thing just do one thing you know and it's like sometimes you're like nah i want to do it all right now like i don't want to like all or nothing but it's you know it's like that stretch it's like that Mm -hmm. in between when you're recalibrating, it's maintenance so that you don't have to you do. You literally took the word. I was waiting for you to finish. <laughs> I can say it's maintenance. You pass That's it That's what me. it is. It's maintenance. It's literally like, it's like, you know, getting your car washed or something or like going to the vacuum thing, you know, at the quarters and in, in between getting your car washed so it's not like so built up Mm -hmm. you know it's it's the swiffer in between the mop sessions Mm. you know coming through with the metaphors today Mm -hmm. i love it it's it's like one of my things i realized i'm like i didn't realize i speak in people tell me that i speak in uh you know in riddles and like i low-key get offended by that but not as much anymore because now i'm like i actually speak in metaphors not even riddles it's metaphors (laughs) i feel like if people just say like that i won't be triggered you know what i mean like but now that i'm saying that i probably won't be triggered even the next time that they say it because acknowledgement a question a question do you feel it's important you said that when you spoke on your trigger you spoke it you said its name out aloud right Mm -hmm. do you feel like when you speak it it's easier to like digest do you feel like it's necessary to speak it aloud you know what i'm saying because you can be aware of a trigger but what you said is when you spoke it that's when you felt yeah the shift that's when you felt the difference in your energy yeah because i was honest with myself and it was something embarrassing too like it was like what the fuck why am i still like affected by this Mm -hmm. but once i said it i was like it without and like and like I of course I judge myself mildly and then after that it was also like sp- sharing in a safe space so whether that's a notebook or whether that's you know with someone or with therapist or with a friend or with a family member whoever it was like you know like for me it was like <clears throat> I just like I felt like I you just know when to you know when you feel like oh I don't know that's probably one. Mm. when you're like i feel afraid that i'm gonna be judged by saying this even because it's like because i feel like it was a a few elements to it it was just the right time for me you know because rather than just internalizing it and being embarrassed that something is triggering me just being like yeah just triggering it just owning it yeah like like this triggered me why'd you put that in my face definitely did in the moment i was like vulnerable raw yeah I'm super sure. raw mm-hmm. like i was like wow i'm telling you know this person that i have feelings for that i'm triggered by something that they're doing and uh you know this is like you know especially like super vulnerable because especially in the beginning of things you know and then you realize like well the more i am honest with myself and with this person the only the realer it's going to be 
you know and it's like it saves you time and space of like the the games the illusions the people pleasing like when you're just like yo here's me in my raw state like here's here here's what's going on you're either gonna like what how are you gonna respond to that you know how am i gonna respond to that and yeah so it's just yeah it was especially hard because it was that but it was good. It was super liberating. And I feel so proud of myself because I, like, I notice it every day. Like, I haven't even really full-on shared it, you know, with anyone, really. I think maybe you because we were on the phone, right? That happened when we were on the phone. But, like, other than that, I've just been, like, that's how I know, too, when I'm really proud of myself about something. I don't really talk about it as much. I thought it was just me. Yeah. I thought it was just me. Yeah. I feel um, sometimes when I accomplish something, whether it be something that's tangible that you can see or something just within myself, growth within myself, right? Whenever I accomplish something, I'm not quick to, like, scream it from the rooftops because I almost feel protective of it. Protective of your Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I need to first understand Mm -hmm. every aspect of it Mm -hmm. and really, like, have my... um, I don't I want to say game plan but that doesn't apply to everything that I'm talking about. Um but I just I, I feel like I need to protect that energy first and understand it and be able to really um integrate it, you know, with with this new imp- Lori 2.0. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever situation that I'm talking about, whatever whatever um accomplishment or goal that I that I've reached, I definitely always bring it into self and just sit with it for a minute before I just expose it to everybody because I feel mm-hmm. like then it's it's you're allowing outside energy to kind of it can interfere with it. Absolutely. Or it can put especially their in own like raw state. Exactly. Yeah. But even even unintentionally, you know, like yeah. you share you share your triumphs on Instagram because you want to share, you're proud of it. You know, it's it's a happy moment in your life. So of course you want to put it out there. There's gonna but be at then, least five people that are like, why not me? And sometimes it, even it's unintentional. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that energy comes in so intrusive without that person really meaning harm. Yeah. But it still will, That's will, most mess, of the time. It will mess with you. That's most of the time, too, especially because it, like, you know, like, Tiana Taylor said it best, like, it'd be the ones, right? It'd be the ones that mm-hmm. you look up to. It'd be the ones that you're closest to. And the thing is, is, like, people don't understand what mal de ojo is or, like, the evil eye really is. It's not the person really, like, it can be the person who's sitting in front of a cauldron with a black candle, put, taking cemetery dirt, you know. It could be that person who's doing all the most to do things to you. Yes, that could be evil eye but really that's like that's witchcraft at you evil eye is really that feeling when somebody doesn't take accountability for their own feelings and projects it onto you so that could be someone that could be you know, your brother your sister it could be your mother unfortunately it could be anybody like it could really be anybody and or it could be your close friend whatever whoever it could be someone who is completely distant that looks at you and be like why not me like why can't i have that like that's that's the evil eye, you know. Look and be like, oh, that person shouldn't even be with that person. That person should be with me. Like all these different things that come into these like things are like, or even people that like say they like you, you know, and they're like, I want to be with that person. People be having full blown relationships with people in their minds, you know what I'm saying? And it's like there's so many different things that happen, um, and their thought forms. So like. I, the, I think the routine thing to do is, like, the only way it can affect you is if you have uh, 
vulnerable weak spots or blind spots rather and the thing is we're human we're not always you know on it 100 percent of the time so we're innately going to have these little blind spots where they kind of find nook in and that's where you know our insecurities get the best of us or our traumas reside and things of that sort and that's why it's important you know like either even when you're posting things to just like put a little protection prayer you know keep a little something you know may may these may the eyes only May it only reach the eyes of people who are, you know, genuinely happy with their lives so that they can be genuinely happy with theirs. The thing is, if someone's not genuinely happy with their life, they're going to innately give you evil eye if you're genuinely happy with your life and you're talking about it with them. And whether they mean to or not, they can have so much love for you. Mm -hmm. But because they're going through their child, anytime you talk, if you talk to anybody that has to do with any kind of... um I find that this is, like, one of the most common ones. Um, romantically, right? Like, if you if they're, like... Go a person who really wants love, really struggles with love, is going through a breakup or is in a relationship, whatever it is that's unfulfilling to them, and you are sharing with them like, wow, like you know, like I'm starting something, or I'm doing something, or I'm really in love with this person, this that, that you see it in their face, like you physically see it in their face that they might want to be happy for you, but they are like. Mad that yeah, they, they don't have it themselves, and, you know. So they're they're and it doesn't on the even have to be in with it, the puppy dog eyes. Exactly, like. and it doesn't even have to be like, oh wow, this is wrong. That's not no. They could literally be thinking in their head like, why can't I have this love that this person so? And that's already sucking from you. So you got to be mindful if you feel like you pay attention to who claps for you and who doesn't and don't take it personal. That's the hard part. Mm, you can notice it, hardest but part. don't, take, don't it take it personal because that's them Hold and their own compassion struggles. For everybody. Exactly. You're going through your own thing. And keep the space. Keep the space. That's the important part. Like, stiff arms. It's like has to like, be balanced. It's just, like, yeah. <laughs> I see you. Exactly. And you stay over there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, I love you over there yeah. not close to me yeah. and that's what i'm noticing even right now in my life has been like you know you go through these series of different things oh that would be great i felt it just now that would be great yeah i'm like what's the topic at hand too oh, thank you um but yeah it's like i'm noticing at this point in my life there was this thing i was just reading it's like you don't actually lose friends you just get a better understanding with who's actually your friend and that's, that's recalibrating true. your circle, sis. Exactly. That's, exactly. It's that's crazy how how you literally can you not even that you can you need to recalibrate and mm -hmm. fine tune all these aspects of your life. And what the difference is, you said something about a purge, right? That's like the extreme. That's doing mm -hmm. everything all at once. The difference with recalibrating is literally taking it by category by category mm -hmm. or or. or um, it's like focusing on little, focusing, on doing the areas. detail in each area, yes. little bit, yep. little by little. Mm -hmm. That's very important. I think it's really great and something that we all should encourage each other to do when we see each other doing like, oh, maybe, maybe think about that for a second. Maybe fine tune that. What could be better in your life? Instead of being like, how do you want to change your life? Where do you see your life? What? What could you do in your life? You know, ask What's yourself. What's the small little task you What's can do? What's the little thing you can do? Yeah. What's the little thing you can do in your life that could help you? Like maybe, uh, what's the what's what's the what's the chord that's out of tune that needs a little, a little, and what like what <laughs> and what <laughs> and what is your tuner? You know what I mean? Like, What's the standard? 
what's the standard and what do you need to do in order to figure out what's out of base like Mm -hmm. is it sitting with yourself for a second is it going for a walk you know is it smoking a bogey like you know like it could be whatever don't judge yourself Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying don't judge yourself like it's not gonna look the same Mm -hmm. as what society's telling you Mm -hmm. like don't look at instagram and say oh my gosh this person's on vacation she looks happy that's what i need to do i need to go on vacation i need to be there Mm -hmm. That's, that's not, not gonna attract. Nothing. That's not gonna attract nothing. Mm-hmm. That's not the same. That's not what you need. Mm-hmm. That's not your your my my recalibration is not your recalibration. Mm-hmm. That's not your standard. Your standard only you know your standard. Yep, and it's always gonna change too. I feel like you always. know, like when I went to when I went to Jamaica, that was a recalibration for me. But then I also came back and I had to go saying that was also a recalibration. And then there was another thing that was a recalibration. There's so many different things that were recalibrating. Sometimes you need to recalibrate. The recalibration. Yeah. Sometimes you need to go back and say, okay, I tweaked it for the trip. I need to tweak it back for New York energy now. If people are doing like, you know, if, if anybody, I was thinking about this the other day. If people make like drinking games from these podcasts and they and they chose recalibration as oh, a word. Oh, man, y'all are twisted blood, right now. You know, I just, <laughs> I'm just going to say good luck. <laughs> Maybe have some water. Maybe do ginger shots instead. That's still gonna mess you up though. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're gonna take it from I'm healthy to like you're gonna be hitting the bathroom, but you know, that's another <laughs> thing. Maybe you need to have that kind of recalibration. Who am I to tell you what to do and how to live your life? But I think that <laughs> one of the best recalibrations that I've been doing is like anytime that I find myself being judgmental, I recalibrate back to a neutral space. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. In conversation and, and or even even just watching things or seeing things happen. It's like if I feel myself be like, yo, why is that person doing that? Like why they they, they know that's not good for them or like or whatever the case is. Like we all have that in us. Like if we just be honest with ourselves, then other people can be like, wow, you, but you're so spiritual and nice. I can't believe you have thoughts, impure thoughts like that. Like absolutely. You're human. I'm a human being. I wrote that. I wrote that on my post. I'm a whole human a whole being. Human. A whole human being. Human being, B A N. But yeah, for real. Like it's like once you are able to do that and like take the aspect, like you know, pull the pedestal or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, you go back to that neutral. Every time you start. Once you start, like, fishing around, like, wondering what people are thinking and stuff like that, even that, that's when you pause, recalibrate. Why the fuck am I in someone's head? Elaborate when you say go back to neutral. Like, what are you you telling yourself when you feel yourself being even the slightest bit judgmental? Um, What what is neutral for you? What do you, what do you, like, what, what do you say to snap yourself? So I want, I want to, I want to shout out, I want to shout out to um, Ariel because this, it's like, what I do is kind of inspired by something she had said to me before. Um... Where she'll be like, like, what are you doing over there? Get your ass over here, like to yourself in mm-hmm. your head. That's like, what you say to yourself. Like, I'll, I'll be like, what are you doing? Is that any of your Baby business? Girl, what are you doing? Get Why are you all over? You're all the way over there in that person's head. You don't know what the fuck is going on in that. <laughs> Even if you did, is that your business? Where's your business? Mm. Back in your head. Mm-hmm. So bring it back. That's neutral for you. I like. And that. then yeah, like, cause I have to just be like, like literally to myself in my head. I'm like. Like intense, and then bring it back. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah, because I I like hear myself. I hear myself in my head. Like say I'm watching something, and I'm just like, the fuck are these people doing? 
like, why are people like this? Like, I don't fucking understand how people like this. This shit is so dumb. And then I'll be like, either I make the decision, like, okay, I'm going to change this. I'm going to take my attention away from it. Because I don't want to be giving anyone an evil eye. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be giving anyone negativity. Mm-hmm. So I'm either going to remove myself mm-hmm. and or I'm going to be like, what are you doing, sis? Like, what? why is that any of your concern? Don't you have other things to be worried about? Aren't you over here watching this because you disassociating from something too? Mm. So you're going to judge yourself oh. too? Oh, Oh. And then I have to check myself because then I'll judge myself OD. That's like <laughs> whole, yes. And then I have to. Because and, and you have to do that with yourself too when you're judging yourself. I be like, you know what I do with myself when I when I start judging myself, I just start laughing. I be like, bitch, shut up. Bitch, shut up. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, oh, okay. Like, oh, this, that, and the third. Like, I did that like five times while during this during this, this episode. episode. Every time it goes zoomed in on me, I'm like, oh shit, look at my flyways. Like this and third. Fuck. Damn it! I don't like the way this lay. I mean, look on this side and that side, blah, blah, blah. and then I'm just like, this what's, is what's really important to remember is that this is like a lifelong thing. Like, mm-hmm. like, like you said, people see you and and you're a healer and you're spiritual and and they have these expectations that you are perfect, right? That you have no flaws, that you um, know all your faults, right? But it's like a life, like you evolve, you change, you tweak, you have to, it's a constant, it's on a constant basis. The maintenance needed and the recalibration and the tweaking and you're evolving constantly. It's a lifelong thing. I also think it's important for like, not only because it's, you know, I know it's not only with me and with other people, like people do that, you know, where they put people on pedestal. Like, I just want to remind y'all, like, I never asked to be on that pedestal. I'm going to disappoint you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to disappoint you if you think that I'm personally. I'm I'm like, it's exactly like, it's like, I'm gonna say things that you're gonna that's gonna make you cringe and make you wonder if anything that I do is valid because you put me to a certain standard. So it's like when you do that, also ask yourself why you're doing that to people. You know what I'm saying? Why are you like unhuman like un- dehumanizing somebody? You because know what we're I mean? All desensitized, really. We all we we all society has brainwashed us to think that everything should has to be, be perfect. one way has and this to be way. one way like there's one yeah. standard and it's a cookie cutter box for everybody to fit Break in. that shit like bend the metal and then make it a weird shape and then be like fuck you this think, is my cookie i think growing and maturing and um really becoming an adult and into my own has been so liberating to know that we're all like human. We all have our mistakes. We all go through our shit. Nobody is perfect. And it's okay. Like, it's okay wherever you are in your life, whatever journey you're on, whatever path you, you see yourself taking. Yeah. Um, it's not all okay. There are really genuinely some bad things and bad decisions <laughs> and bad people. Mm-hmm. I don't want my words to be taken out of context. But what I'm saying is that it's beautiful to hold space for people that are still coming into their own mm-hmm. and to be able to see myself still coming into my own and to be able to take that time to tweak and say, okay, I could be doing this better mm-hmm. and to see you take that time for yourself. You know, that's, that's such a beautiful experience and moment to see somebody realize that within themselves mm-hmm. for themselves and take it upon themselves to do what they need to do for it, yeah. you know, and, and not judge them or, or, you know, have harsh feelings like, oh, my gosh, I haven't spoken to my friend in so long. I'm, I'm genuinely happy I haven't spoken to my friend in so long because I know they're doing what they need to do for themselves and vice versa. Yeah. 
So I think it's so important to hold compassion for those for those you know those periods of hiatus and and those and dark silence, and yeah. silence mm-hmm. and that solitude. Um, I think everybody should have that. Yeah, for I think sure. it's so needed to just big on the not yourself. take it personal part. Not take it personal. Mm-hmm. And rather just hold that space, you know. It's that like space. if space is gonna is space is being given, then just hold it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep it there. Like you trying to break space open when it's not. It's like usually because it's an urgency that's usually coming from some kind of wounded part of you. Because if that space is happening, it's meant to be there. Like that's some that's all hard lesson I've learned over and over again. When things have given me space or places or people or events or whatever the cases have given space and I've tried to project why I've only hurt myself. Mm. I've only taken myself out of what was ultimately for me and that space was for me. So even if it hurt, like I have a friendship and you know, in these friendships that like, you know, there's space that's given, it's either a recalibration is happening or an avoiding of that recalibration is happening. So that means that either way, you shouldn't be a part of that space. So if that person's recalibrating, you respect that you give them the space. And if they're not and they're doing the opposite, you respect it and you give it space because either way it could be harmful to you to interfere with. And that could happen, dude, that could be with groups of people. That could be like, oh, you out of a group of friends and all of a sudden they stop hitting you up. Like I feel like we all go through that as like kids, teenagers, young adults. You know, and then we're like, but why? Like, why am I, why is that not in alignment? If things are missing you, that's because you're not supposed to be there with it. So that's when you sit and you ask yourself, well, am I doing everything I need to do? Mm. Or am I, yes, I am doing what I need to do. Maybe that's not for me anymore. And you realize in your recalibration, I feel like in recalibrating yourself, you get to realize what fits and what doesn't anymore in a way that's a lot more digestible than when you're like looking at the bigger picture and these big purges, you oh, know, like you're saying, you're like, oh my God, no, I need to hold on to this. I can make it fit. I can Ooh, do that this. that hit my throat just now. Mm-hmm. Because when we try to force things, it's just like things break when you try to force it. Mm-hmm. But when you just slip it on, you know, like Cinderella slipper. That's it. I needed that comedic relief. Yeah, you just like it. a little. <laughs> <laughs> For real, like, you know, it's just like, you don't want to be one of the stepsisters. You want to be, you know, mm-hmm. if you're Cinderella, you're Cinderella. If you're not, then, then you're not. you have that a different slip, slip of somewhere else. That, yeah. that, that like, it's not for you. You're just going to break glass on your toe. Now you're bleeding. <laughs> Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> 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 But for real, like, like, listen, like, 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 <laughs> like a freaking study, but it's okay. Um, cause even when, you know, you're spastic, you just recalibrate and you come back. Center yourself. That's yeah. all it is. You find Coming yourself. into yourself, finding yourself. It's like, you know, they have it even with your phone. When you have your phone and you uh, are like trying to do GPS and you got to do like the figure you eight. You have to literally And you like, got to be like. Maybe do that with yourself. You have to find your direction. You gotta walk in an infinity sign. And the sign. thing is, is that because I'm turned this way, north is still here, but I have to recalibrate myself to find north. Yeah, I go back to north. North is still gonna be north. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. In my head, it makes sense. I don't know. No, it makes sense. It, it makes sense because if it. you're trying to go north, right, but you're walking this way, 
You got to be like, wait, where's North? There's a oh, wall okay. here, so I can't go this way. I got to turn this way. So you got to go around But then you the have to wall. just recalibrate yourself mm-hmm. to find your true north. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That makes sense. That hit. That hit. That, yeah. Okay. But when you said like that, I was like, this wall, because I'm looking at this wall, and I'm like, yeah, there is a wall. And if I was to go straight, I can't go straight that way. I would have to go around the have wall. Have to tweak tweak it a little bit so that's something and important come back around. too to note like sometimes when you are recalibrating it could look like you have to go off to come back mm. 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 i didn't even think about it like that but, but yes. you spit it like that and that's how i picked it up <laughs> and that's how i picked it up you yeah. received it yeah i like that for sure well i feel like if you're ready what we, what we do? some recalibration. We could do a little bowl, bowl singing, recalibrating. We want to start where I, I'll start with Crown. I'll play her. You start with Heart. You'll play her, and then we'll pass them. Okay, I like that. Okay, so to anybody who would like to receive, we are going to play Crown Chakra Crystal Healing Bowl and the Heart Chakra Crystal Healing Bowl. To recalibrate our mind with our heart center, our heart center being the thing that ties together all of the things and our being and our body, our mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. It's the bridge from the upper chakras, the lower chakras, to the higher energies, to the lower energies, to the survival, to the metaphysical, earth, all things. You know what I'm saying? On a very like neutral note, it just brings you into your body and clears your mind. So that's what we're doing. We're bringing ourselves into our body. Into our, like, upper body, you know? So we're not in that survival, but we're in a space of love. And then clearing our mind. Before we get get into that, let's read what today's thingy is. Today's peace of mind. Today is a six. Yes, it is. Yes, please. I was going to ask you. Are you tripping on my words? I know you're a really good reader. I used to dread when it was my turn, you know, in school. Yeah, like I used to, I used to count, count, count down, and then like kind Memorize of practice it. in my head, like, I right, this is what I gotta read. Yeah, that would happen, and then they would like change <laughs> and it, then and then they would change it. Would, it yeah, right? that would be like, that would that's because it was supposed to. It was meant to test you and challenge you. Mm. All right, October sixth. Your best work often comes from patient dedication to something designed to last over time. Rome wasn't built in a day. The ceiling of the Sistine Chapel is the result of years of work. Barns built centuries ago still stand firm, and the finest and most brilliant gems are the result of hours of study, cutting, and polishing. The desire to have things done quickly can prevent them from being done thoroughly. For example, those in recovery programs such as Alcoholics Anonymous learn from their first meeting that putting away the bottle won't instantly solve all their problems. They hear the life stories of others who talk about their years of recovery. They read the 12 steps and begin to recognize that the personal work and growth involved will never be accomplished in 12 days. But to paraphrase a familiar quote, good things can come to those who take their time to master anything from a company report to a personal recovery program requires long hours and dedication. Today, try to work on something without setting a deadline. Sometimes eliminating the pressure and time frame to get something done can bring about results that will make you proudest. Today, I will work on one thing patiently and thoroughly. 
knowing the results will be better with time. Mm. Tell me that doesn't hit to recalibrating and focusing on mm-hmm. one tiny thing for the long run. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't yeah. that doesn't that this book, always says, this book always says this. That was beautiful. Thank you for that message. Yeah, thank you. Thank you to the book. And so the random place that I got it from, I don't even remember. Oh, I got that from someone was like selling. There was a a yard sale. I love yard sales. And there was books and books and books and books. I'm digging in these barrels and like not barrels, boxes, <laughs> barrels. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and that's where I found that. <laughs> shout out to Amy Dean. It had to, yeah. Shout hurts. out to Amy. I'm like when I had got, I opened it up and it was split on my birthday. I was like, all right. Oh no, no, that's more. it. Say that's no it. That's all the sign you needed. And then a little spray spray. Yes, that's great. Okay. Oh, this smells so good. This is a sage and cedar mist. So all of those who are tuned in, if you could find a comfortable seat. And just flutter your eyes closed. Take deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. You could set your intention for protection, for prayer, for whatever it is that you feel you need in this moment to feel safe, to feel comfortable wherever you are. And allow yourself to receive the medicine from the vibration of these bowls in a good way. Releasing the tension from your head, your neck, your shoulders, your chest, your belly, your hips, your arms, your wrists, your hands, your legs, your knees, your calves, your feet. And anywhere else you feel you need to release tension. And allow yourself to clear your mind. And open your heart.
sounded so different when you played her. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how our energy makes the sound different. It really is. Mm. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in. For having your morning cup of tea with us and receiving these vibrations of thank you to the bowls and to everything that made these podcasts possible. These podcasts. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for for bringing heart back. Everything happened exactly how it should. Everything when it should. Exactly when it should. Everything Mm -hmm. we said. Mm-hmm. Take what, like you say, take what you, what do you say? Take what you need, leave take what you me. don't. Mm-hmm. Take whatever resonates and leave whatever doesn't. Yeah. And happy recalibration, everybody. Yes. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye.